welcome to today's episode of A Journey to Loving Yourself, a podcast that guides you on a journey of rediscovering who you truly are so you can love yourself and the world around you unconditionally. Hey, I'm Fran and I'm on an amazing journey of self-love. A big part of this journey has been realising that love was always there. It's just a case of removing any blocks that were preventing me from loving myself. This journey has inspired me to help people rediscover that love within themselves because self-love really is the key to a happy life. And my name is Andrew. After undergoing a significant spiritual awakening, I found what I have always been looking for, the unconditional peace, love and joy of remembering the truth of who I am and the truth of existence. This is the only truth there is, that there is only oneness, awareness or love. I'm now dedicating my life to helping as many people as possible to remember this truth so that you too can experience this incredible discovery. We are so excited to be on this journey with you, offering you advice, tools and exercises to find love once again within yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, we would be super grateful if you could like, rate and review it. You can find us on Instagram at at surrendercommunity and at fearlessly.me.now. We also have a mailing list if you would like to receive exclusive discounts and be kept up to date with events and courses. Just find the link in the episode description. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to this week's episode. Yes, a warm welcome. How How is everyone feeling this week, I wonder? Because I know in our household, we're just feeling quite heavy this week, aren't we? Mm. Energetically, a lot is happening, I think, within us. Yeah, very much. I think a lot of people are feeling it right now. So we see you and we hope that you are finding the time and space and yeah just giving yourself a bit of extra love right now if you're finding it a bit more challenging too and hopefully our uh, our podcasts are kind of cheering you up or at least giving you some kind of uh, guidance that will help you yes very much so and today's episode is about how to love others this was chosen by me this week how is loving others linked to self-love you can only really truly love others when you love yourself until then it's important to be aware that while we may think we truly love others it may be conditional love where you're giving your love with the intention to get something back the love that we are trying to get from others directly reflects the lack of love we feel within ourselves I saw a conversation thread on Instagram the other day where someone had observed this woman who was opening the door for another woman. I think it was going into a coffee shop or something. And the woman walking through was on a call at the time, but she didn't say thank you to the other woman. And so that woman got really annoyed and swore at that woman for being rude and not saying thank you and it's an interesting one because it's like who was in the wrong the person for not saying thank you even though they were on a call and may have been distracted and 
may have instantly felt bad when they realised it was too late? Or was it the person doing the good deed but expecting something in return? And when you do something with the intention to get something in return, it's conditional on that person giving you what you want. I guess there's also that scene, (laughs) great episode on Friends as well, where Phoebe and Joey are looking for a selfless good deed. I can remember that they, the bee one, where Phoebe gets stung by a bee and she thinks that the bee's going to look all great in front of his bee friends <laughs> by stinging the person, but then she finds out that um, the bee will die, most likely die. <laughs> so it does beg the question, are there selfless good deeds? And I know in myself on this journey... I find I fluctuate and some days I will really know and embody the love that I am. And then other days I may forget and like that woman holding the door open, really appreciate and want some love and acknowledgement from someone else. It's so easy and human nature, in fact, to want to connect with others and feel appreciated by them. But it does feel like an ongoing practice to not rely on that outside love. So the best way you can love others is by first loving yourself enough that you don't need anything from someone else. On a recent retreat that I was on, one of the guests complimented me saying she really felt I didn't need anything from her. And it was, to be honest, one of the best compliments I think I've ever received. Because I acknowledge now that for a long time, I really used to rely on other people's approval. And I'd I'd act a certain way, I'd people please to get that approval or acceptance from other people. And it was so refreshing for this guest to see that change in me. From needing something to not, to getting to a place where I realised the love within me, overlooking for it outside of myself. And this is not to say that it's a bad thing to give and take and help each other out, because community is a wonderful thing. But there is certainly a big difference between needing that love from other people in order to feel complete And just appreciating it for what it is, but already feeling complete within yourself. So those are my initial thoughts. What are yours, Andrew? I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, a lot of really, really good points there, for sure. The friends scene that you're talking about, yeah, there's there's no selfless good deed uh, when you're talking about ego good deeds. However, um, what I've really been guided to do a lot this year is to focus on like doing loving things where there's no one's going to know that you did that or you can't take the credit or like I'll do something someone notices but I don't take the credit you know nice what's an example at one of the festivals uh, that I went to this year there was a woman who was clearly struggling with something some she was in tears I don't really know what it was um but I just had this overriding need to help her in some way. And I eventually went up to her 
with the intention of taking on the energies or whatever it is that was making her uh well, that was overwhelming her with sadness or whatever she was feeling but i didn't say that to her i just put my hand on her and i said uh hey are you okay and like would you like to talk about something and she was like oh i'm fine i'm fine uh, i was like you sure do you need any water or anything and she was like no i'm fine and to her she thought that was just a nice sort of gesture and that was the end of the conversation however because i'd set that intention of absorbing what she was going through and i had made that physical contact with her i i felt like the the dense energy that she was feeling was traveling up my arm and then i started to feel it in my heart um and so i just kind of went off and because i know how to process these things i i processed it for her and um she I could see she felt a lot, lot better and was a lot happier. And I did a bit of purging as a result. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, she doesn't know that I did that. And it just felt good. I just did it just because of, out of love with no, like, uh, desire to get anything back. And it was just amazing. It's just an amazing feeling, you know, being that secret agent of love, which I'm just relishing now. That's your new job title. Yeah. <laughs> and I realised the irony behind me asking you what yeah, you did exactly. when you just said... <laughs> Taking <laughs> credit <laughs> now, it's not selfless anymore. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> okay, so... Some people may think they know how to love others and that their only struggle is loving themselves. I can tell you that unless you truly love yourself, you will not truly love others. And by truly love, I mean loving unconditionally and loving without favourites and without limits. You contain all possibilities. In a certain situation, you have the possibility of expressing selfishness or selflessness. You have the possibility of expressing anger or peace, fear or fearlessness, patience or impatience, love or hate. You contain the possibility of either being a physical male or female based on your soul's choosing before incarnating into this life. You have the possibility of being overweight or thin. You have the possibility of being sick or healthy, depressed or happy, black or white. And everyone else contains all those pos possibilities as well. Loving yourself means loving the fact that you have infinite potentials of expression. How amazing is that? You can choose to express anything. Look around at others and see the infinite uniqueness and variety. That is all you. Look at the beauty of nature and outer space. That is all you. You can be a Hitler or a Jesus. You can be a Buddha or a Bill Gates. You can be a Mohammed or a Klaus Schwab. You can be a Nikola Tesla or a Jeffrey Epstein. You can be a Venus flytrap or a rose. You can be a bear or a centipede. People think that the divine can only be the what we judge as good and beautiful in this universe. But that must mean that there is something outside of the divine that is responsible for what we deem as bad or evil in this world. That would mean the divine isn't everything and everyone. And there isn't oneness. There's at least two forces. This is a common misconception. For the divine to be perfect, it must contain all possibilities. 
Loving yourself means loving the good and the bad within you and within others. In fact, it means getting rid of judgments of good and bad altogether and seeing just infinite expressions of oneness. I'd just like to ask for anyone who might not be familiar with the term oneness, how would you describe oneness? The one consciousness uh, that we all share, that all beings, everything in this universe shares, it's the canvas to the painting of creation. It's the pervading uh, force within everything and everyone. And it is essentially love. It is, in science, it's called the zero-point field. It permeates everything. And it seems invisible to the naked eye, but modern science has showed that actually, no, this is uh, a measurable energy, a measurable force, without which all atoms would crumble. So this love, this zero-point field, this consciousness is what is creating and maintaining all of reality. And it's who you really are. You're not this body or mind. You think you are, but it's just a figment of your imagination. You're actually everything here. This is all your dream, all your creation. So to feel oneness is to kind of, I guess, feel at one with everyone around you and everyone and everything. Yeah. It's to to see the similar thing, that, the one thing that you have all in common. Yeah. Loving yourself or others means seeing what is expressed, knowing that expression is just one manifestation out of the infinite possibilities that could have been expressed, and then seeing the divine behind what is expressed. For example, if you find yourself reacting in an angry way to something that someone did, when you calm down a bit later, you might start to feel guilty, and guilt gets in the way of loving yourself. You think that you don't deserve love because of how you reacted. However, what you could do instead is identify that your angry response was just one of the many ways you could have reacted. Imagine what the opposite response could have been, i.e. a calm response. Remind yourself that you are capable of either of those two responses. And then understand that who you really are is the oneness or consciousness behind everything and that this is all just an illusion you're playing with yourself. Then, instead of guilt, you'll feel love and joy. You can do the same process with other people. Let's say you're someone who really detests a toxic masculine man. When you come across one such man, because of your judgments and prejudices, your dislike for them gets in the way of you loving them. Instead, you could identify that that soul has temporarily chosen to express itself as a toxic masculine man. You could imagine that being as a loving female instead. You could remind yourself that that soul could have expressed either of those possibilities and then return to your knowing that you are them, they are you, there is only oneness and the idea of there being someone outside of you is an illusion. Then you will find your dislike suddenly turns to love and joy. So this reminder of oneness and how everyone can express anything at any time. Um, Fran, have you felt... Have you ever sort of done that process? And how did you feel as a result? Well, I have one I prepared earlier. <laughs> you definitely preempted what I was going to talk about. <laughs> um, 
But yes, so there was a recent experience where I was out with some friends and this one person in particular was said some quite quite hurtful, nasty things about his partner. And it was what I would say is a, a great example of toxic masculinity kind of wanting to assert dominance in some sense or yeah get some sort of kick out of putting women down let alone his partner I found this a tricky situation because my natural response is to want to come to the woman's aid and protect her and how dare someone put their partner down like that and obviously in that case it was very easy to judge that guy for saying that in the first place and this is a great example where it's a yeah it's a test it's a challenge to kind of see the oneness in someone that maybe doesn't seem so loving doesn't do such loving things and it feels more difficult to love someone like that for sure and what really helped me is very much reminding myself that he is just trying his best in this situation based on what he knows what experiences he's had and that if I was in his situation and had had exactly the same experiences then I would probably be acting in the same way that does help me feel more compassion and empathy for people because you never know what's going on for them behind the scenes because he chose to express that side of him in that moment it's, that's not to say that that is him as Andrew says you always have the power to express anything so it may be that the next day he was extremely loving to his girlfriend you never know but yeah it's it's a good reminder for sure is yeah. it can you tell me about your experiences with it because I instantly think about your football teams that you play and I know you've <laughs> mentioned you've mentioned them fairly recently do you have any others well yeah many many experiences essentially that reminder particularly that I am them they are me and this is all an illusion that I'm playing with myself that reminder is just so good I can't un you can't underestimate how powerful this this reminder is uh, it's just it just immediately like removes any anger or negative feelings to love and even joy um but yes, few people try and uh, uh, rile me up in some way or a lot of projection, that's for sure. I've had a lot of people project their anger and frustration and uh, fears onto me. And uh, the thing that always helps is, you know, that's not them. I understand what they're going through, but they also have the potential to be calm, to be loving. Uh, to be kind and both possibilities are okay it's free will <laughs> it's free will and as you said uh, you know you don't know what they're going through and they are me at the end of the day I don't ex it's important not to expect anyone to just be perfect yet we do this all the time even with ourselves I suppose there's that is there that line though of course you give people grace for being human and expressing, yeah, maybe not always being their best selves, but 
it can get to the point where it is toxic and recurring behavior when they're not choosing to be better. Does that mean you shouldn't love them? No. It just gets more challenging. It gets more challenging, but there's obviously, as you get wiser and you you will know what sort of things you can do or say that can help them learn that can help them become more aware of their actions and words Mm, true or sometimes it's just literally just saying i'm not going to be around that energy You, you can do that lovingly you can just say i love you i understand you're expressing this but it's getting a bit overwhelming for me so i'm just gonna uh distance myself and even that distance from my experience has helped can help people uh become more aware of themselves because they're like okay this person was keeping their distance from me it must have been something i've done what is it that i did and then they just start thinking like that and it it does trigger something it's an important point isn't it being giving yourself permission to love people from a distance because in order to protect yourself and as you say allow allow them that space to reflect yeah just because you give someone distance it doesn't mean you don't love them love doesn't depend on you being there with someone all the time you know if fran went to australia it doesn't mean uh i'll stop loving her you know Mm. distance is essentially an illusion anyway um but what you're saying is uh i'm protecting my energy because there's no one else that's going to do that for me i'm going to protect my energy and I'm also saying, look, I think there's something you can uh, become more aware of uh, and how it impacts uh, the people around you and how they feel. Uh, but I'm not telling you what to do or what not to do. I'm just saying I'm going to keep my distance. That's not to say I don't love you and it's not to say I don't wish the best for you. As a reminder, judgments get in the way of loving ourselves and others. When you realize any being is capable of expressing any quality at any time and that all beings are you, then you will find yourself not having judgments, which allows you to feel more love for yourself and others. Other people are just showing you different aspects and potentials of yourself. When you love others, you are actually loving a part of you, a possible expression of you. When you dislike another, you are disliking yourself. Unconditional love means loving yourself or the other despite what they choose to express. With unconditional love, there is no question of deserving love or loving someone more than another. If you love others more than yourself, you do not truly love others because you have favoured them over yourself and they are you. You might ask, how can I love a rapist? How can I love a murderer? How can I love a thief? Well, have you not, in the heat of anger, ever wished hurt upon another? The murderer is the manifestation of such a wish. Have you not ever thought about taking something that's not yours or without paying? The thief is the manifestation of such a desire. If you are a man, have you not ever thought about having sex with a woman and not really cared whether she'd want it or not? The rapist is the physical manifestation of such a desire. And don't think this excludes you women, as you have been men in previous lives. If you do not love the rapist, the murderer, the thief, then you cannot love yourself. The only difference between you and another person is that you have had different experiences on your soul journey. If you had had the 
exact same experiences as they have had throughout their whole soul journey, you would be exactly, and I mean exactly, like them. Everyone is always trying to do what they feel is their best at any given time, and that includes yourself. So if you find yourself judging something you did as bad or good, instead just say that you did your best in that moment. When you find yourself judging what someone else has said or done in a particular moment as bad or good, instead tell yourself that that person just did their best in that moment. Then there is no bad or good, better or worse. How can you not love someone who is always trying to do their best? Of course, as you have more experiences along your soul journey, you will learn more and more lessons from those experiences, you will raise your level of consciousness, and naturally you will express more love than anything else. But that doesn't mean that only those who express love at all times are worthy of love. No one was born into this world as already being completely loving, so why do we have such high expectations of ourselves or others? Why do we judge others as if we are better than them? The day you look upon yourself and another as unique expressions of the same one divine consciousness and realize that all of creation is just one big illusion where love is playing with itself, then you will experience a love like no other, a love for yourself, for others and for all of creation all at the same time. For when you truly love yourself, you truly love everything and everyone. There is no added step. So once you love yourself, immediately... At the same time, you love everything and everyone else. Brilliant. I love it. When you were saying that, I thought about this whole thing where when you are triggered by someone, they are essentially holding up a mirror to you and showing you something within yourself that you are not yet ready to face. Do you have an example of that? I would say you are ready to face, but your ego doesn't realize that it's a mirror essentially so one good example is uh, my dad um, he was always very controlling and if anyone knows me they know that any slight bit of control that someone tries to impose on me will immediately be met with a lot of resistance um, so of course my dad often triggered me and when I was younger uh, I didn't know about this whole mirror thing. I thought it was just someone separate from me. Uh, but as I got older, I realized that actually he was holding up a mirror of me where I do have, I did have those tendencies before to try to control everything and everyone to suit what I wanted. I think most, pretty much every ego has that. But he was just that strong expression that I was like, okay, that was. I needed that strong expression to kind of show me not to express that. Like it's my it's my um, preference to not express that kind of quality in this life. That can very controlling, and I I experienced the other end of it, so I know what that feels like. So that kind of put me off, and that was important. So it was a mirror. It was actually a mirror at the time, even though I didn't realize it. And so when I loved him for that, you know, he's. It's, trying to teach me he didn't know that but he was teaching me not to have that quality um and to know that i did have a possibility of of expressing that quality in in many different moments then it's it made me love him and appreciate him a lot a lot more 
Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I know my example is previously I have got very triggered by people who are so comfortable with just being like loud and expressing themselves fully and taking up space. I used to be, I, I'm, there's a thing within me that feels triggered by that, but I can so clearly see that that's a mirror holding up for me because I, I secretly want to hold those traits. I want to feel like I can be loud, take up space, express myself fully without fear. So that's another one. And I was thinking of an example with, you know, when you get real homophobes Mm. and they kind of go really, they have such a strong opinion. And to be honest, I always think that like, because they've had such a strong reaction to it it's probably because that's a side of themselves that they want to explore but they don't feel like they can without fear uh yeah i've heard this theory i don't know if i agree with it 100 percent. i mean it might be the case for some people uh i think essentially within all of us if we didn't have judgments if we didn't have these programmed preferences then yes there would probably be a lot more people who are bisexual i'd say so when we don't withhold our love based on whether the other person is a man or a woman old or young black or white then of course there'd be a lot more intimacy between many different people and and so on there wouldn't be those usual barriers however society's put those barriers so in that sense yes i i guess within all men there might be this this thing within them that actually does want to see through the barriers and experience a deep connection it doesn't have to be sex but like a deep connection with a man but they prevent themselves from doing so so when they do see a man who is gay or bisexual they're yeah showing a mirror in the sense of you you have the possibility of expressing this kind of thing the quality and they don't want to admit it to themselves yeah yeah I feel a great exercise this week could be taking note of when someone triggers you and maybe asking yourself, okay, what is this trying to teach me about myself? Yeah, use this hall of mirrors of life. Use it. Use all the triggers in your daily life as opportunities to learn. And when you're in that mindset, you're going to welcome the triggers you're going to enjoy life on a different scale. You're not going to enjoy it based on what the ego wants, which is comfort and security, uh, sensory stimulation. You're going to enjoy it because it's a beautiful school uh, where you learn about yourself. You learn what you need to work on within yourself. And the more you work on yourself, the the better you feel. Yeah, it's essentially switching your mindset from oh, the world's against me, to, oh, what is the opportunity here? How Mm. can I grow from this? Cool. Anything else you'd like to share at the moment? Well, is there any dreams related to this topic? There is one dream I can just remember off the top of my head, sticking with the topic of my dad. So this is someone that I didn't, let's just say I didn't get along with him at all, uh, pretty much all all his life. And it was only this 
past year when I started getting dreams and I had some psychedelic experiences and just general intuitions where I just felt like I was my dad like and this was kind of unsettling at first but the more I looked into it within myself I was like wow he was just expressing a lot of qualities I actually have within myself and immediately any remaining resentment I had towards him or anything other than love just kind of went away and there was just this pure love I just felt at one with him and it was it was just a beautiful experience and since then honestly like any time that I I just feel at one with someone it's just again a beautiful experience try and see if you can experience this for yourself whenever someone is triggering you just really uh, enjoying feeling at one with them feeling like they are you in another body and it's you'll you'll know what I'm talking about I also had um, an experience in an old job where I really didn't get along with the manager she was again very controlling and um, there's a theme here. <laughs> so eventually you know I kind of uh, gave my month's notice I, I had a lot of anger up until that point towards her because she kept trying to control me. She didn't like me asking, why do you want me to do this and so on? And just over some time, it built up a lot of anger. And then I had a dream where she was crying. And when she was crying, immediately I just didn't have any anger for her. So just seeing someone crying and in, in bits like that, I uh, I immediately just had compassion, just compassion for her. And that dream was showing to me, like, if my angry thoughts actually materialized <laughs> in real life, she would be, like, distraught and uh, crying like that. And so you just seeing, like, the possible effects of what your anger could possibly do to someone, it just makes you realize, well, no, it's not It's not worth it. You know, it's not, it's not right having these angry thoughts. Um, and how quickly anger can be changed to compassion. And uh, when I see someone crying, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I immediately just like, I just have this compassion. I just want to help. And I just see me and them. I'm like, oh, if that was me, what would I want sort of thing? Yeah, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I feel the same too. As soon as you see someone either like crying or maybe ill or just like a bit more vulnerable or delicate than you thought you kind of it really makes it easier to see yourself in them and how you would like to be treated mm. we'll finish the episode with a couple of things we've got going on at the moment would you like to go first your lovely self-healing courses yeah honestly i can't recommend these courses enough i've worked quite hard on them to make healing as quick and as enjoyable as possible so i have some self-healing courses on my website which we'll put a link uh, to in in the description and there's a quiz that a short quiz you can take to let you know which self-healing course is right for you but i recommend doing all of them to be honest and they're quite cheap as well and you're going to really feel the positive effects you know i've I class myself as a bit of an expert in healing yourself. I've been very proactive in, in my journey. Um, 
probably the most proactive person I I know, right? I'm not trying to brag here, but it's it's just one of my best qualities, and it's not it's not a bad thing to appreciate your great qualities and know what you're good at. So yeah, it's something you've always prioritized, which is important, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's you could call it an obsession or <laughs> a passion, but I just love uh, trying to find things to work on and figuring out how I want to heal it, not following anyone else's uh, methods. And that allowed me to just t test different things, follow my intuition, find these much higher, better ways of doing things than what we're told here on Earth. And I've compiled them all into some concise, beautiful uh, healing courses. I'm I'm always concise, by the way. There's no waffle in any of my work not in my books my courses whatever it is so you can trust that it's going to be straight to the point and help you heal in as little time as possible something that's great about you is you you know you've read a lot of books and you have tried different healing modalities and courses but you've never said right I'm going by what someone else has told me is truth and that's it. You take what you need from different things, but then you think for yourself, you put something together that feels right and works for you. You kind of make it your own. Mm. And that's what's really unique about these courses because not only does Andrew encourage you to heal yourself, which is absolutely key. I think a lot of people will tell you that you need this or you need that in order to um progress or to heal or whatever you're aiming to do he's empowering you to heal yourself so that if you ever find yourself in future needing to heal something then you know what to do you'll have the tools yeah exactly thank you <laughs> <laughs> and from my side i've got the abundance mindset book club so we've just started a new book in december called abundance now which is a brilliant book for the Abundance Mindset Book Club. And we're learning lots of different tools to feel abundant and prosperous and move away from that kind of scarcity mindset. So I can tell you this is going to be a brilliant thing to start in the new year. New year, new year and all that. <laughs> Just kidding, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm, I am saying that ironically because I'm very much a believer that uh, we don't need a new year to improve our lives. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it can be a good chance to to feel more motivated, That I'll say. So anyway, it's a lovely community. And yes, you just have the opportunity to learn so much. If you imagine reading one book per month for the next year, imagine where you're going to be in a year's time. So if you're keen to join, please join via the link in the description. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure. We are off to have a meal out tonight, which will be lovely. Mm -hmm. And I hope you'll have a wonderful week and we look forward to speaking to you next time. Thank you for listening. And thank you for existing.